Welcome to Just Slayin'. I'm Hannah. <laughs> I'm Caitlin. <laughs> Usually you say that, but either way, we always giggle after. <laughs> and now we're here to talk about episode, episode 13. Well, surprise! It's Buffy's birthday. Oh, ruined it. Okay, well, this episode aired January 19th, 1998, and it is uh, part one of a not-to-be-missed two-part episode. Fate of the world is at stake when Spike and Drusilla gathered the dismembered body parts of the Judge, a demon with a deadly touch, from the ends of the earth as their ultimate weapon to extinguish the Slayer. Meanwhile, Angel's ability to feel human emotion is in jeopardy when he and Buffy share an intimate moment which threatens to destroy his soul. Question. Okay, yeah. so the so we're mid-season two. We're half past the halfway point. Did uh-huh. we just have back-to-back? No, we didn't have back-to-back two-parters. No. Yeah, there's a few episodes in between. Mm, okay. I love a two-parter, choice. though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I just, I didn't actually look when the next one airs. I wonder if they aired on the same night. Probably not. Could be. But that's how they started season one. I learned. Oh, yeah. But that was the series premiere. So you gotta get them in. If I could go back in time, it would be to 1997 when the first episode of Buffy aired. <laughs> and then I would just continue my life from that point on. Oh, yeah. Knowing all that I know now. But yeah, I'd be rich. I'd be filthy rich. I would invest a lot in Apple with my babysitting salary. Yeah. Would you go to college again? No, because yeah, I already, well, presumably you'd have all your skills, right? So yeah. I'd already know all my graphic design stuff. You, you, there's and, a social stigma of not Yeah, but we'd be working program. on like old Adobe programs. Some of the features that I use every day might not even be there. It oh would be so gosh. hard. Yeah, you're right. So I would just go straight from high school to the workforce and I would just keep investing in yeah. Buffy merchandise. I'm, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that I would then babies, sell. Yeah. Yeah, Beanie Babies. Those really, those really yeah. played out the way we thought they would. If I could go back in time, I'd tell my mom not to waste her time. <laughs> she was a Beanie Baby lady? Yeah, she loved them. No. I know. Like how many? Did she have a whole room full of No, them? but we, we had a good amount. Like, we had a did pile. Did you keep them in boxes? No, Those but we did stands? keep the tags on. Okay. And I had the tag protectors. Oh my god, no. <laughs> All right, are we here to talk about Beanie Babies or are we here to talk about the other biggest joy of the 90s buffy babies buffy babies <gasps> yeah why not both why not both oh. <laughs> what you look if, excited if buffy was a beanie baby in an animal form what beanie baby would she be oh that's a good question i don't Maybe know like a viper viper yeah something deadly and cute but she's cute yeah she's like have you seen baby snakes they're cute okay so she's a baby viper yeah <laughs> hmm i was thinking what about like a I don't know what's something adorable but lethal deadly pufferfish okay i like that <laughs> <laughs> cute okay no more beanie babies okay Let's talk about buffy okay yeah okay so i'm just gonna in this episode i'm gonna try a slightly different format we are going to kind of give a summary of the episode up top i'm hoping it's not more than 10 or 15 minutes and then we'll kind of just do a deep dive into a few different topics so we'll just see how it goes sweet yeah so the episode opens up with a slayer dream of buffy's which she's had before we saw that with the the master she had a prophetic dream that he would come back so we're wondering you know is this dream prophetic uh, in it she buffy wakes up in her silky jam jams to get water in the middle of the night and 
Drusilla pops up behind her in the hallway with blood dripping from her mouth, which oh, shit. makes me worry about Joyce. You know what I did notice about what? Buffy getting out of bed in the night? Mm-hmm. She wears all her rings to bed. She's wearing like oh, four rings. That's nuts. <laughs> well, uh, she opens, I don't know, some door to the bathroom or something, and it turns out the bronze is on the other side, and she runs in. There's a lot of people there. She runs into Willows, who's speaking French, and uh, Joyce is also there, and she asks Buffy if she really thinks she's ready. You really think you're ready, Buffy? And then she drops her teacup and it, it breaks. Oh, oh shit. I know. Scary, startling. But then who cares about that? Because Angel's here and she's so happy to see him. Yeah. Unfortunately, Drusilla, Drusilla stakes him and just as Angel is reaching out for Buffy, he disintegrates. And then Drusilla wishes her a happy birthday. That's Wait, a tough one. Is this the first time we've seen Drusilla in Vamp Face? Mm, I don't know. I had that same thought, though. I, was like, I think this is the first time we've seen her not wearing that stupid white nightgown. Uh-uh. And it's the first time we've seen her in Vamp Face because she has her freaking powers back. Yeah, I didn't even clock what she was wearing. Is it cute? No. Okay. Well, it's it like then. Edwardian style with the, the low neckline and the high waist. Oh. <laughs> well... And then we kind of like, just to, I just wanted to go into detail on the dream because it's very important. But after that, Buffy kind of goes to Angel to make sure he's okay. And she goes there like right before school and they start making out and it is very steamy. Those two, they're, they're basically having sex. They're not, but they might as well be. Well, she comes over, he's shirtless. She's yeah. dressed really cute. She's know, worried she about him. Finds out he's not injured, and then they just start sucking face. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of Which is what I've been waiting for, personally. Well, there's a lot of it in this episode, so you're you're in luck. Yeah, and then there's kind of this larger discussion of, like, losing one's virginity as we go into the next scene, and Buffy's talking to Willow, and they're discussing this. They don't say that outright, because I'm assuming Buffy's a virgin, but I guess I don't actually know. And it's none of our business. It's, you know what? I don't care. But they are talking about having sex. <laughs> um, like Buffy having sex with Angel. And of course, Willow's very happy for Buffy. Um, and then we see Oz strumming his little guitar. And Buffy's like, speaking of babes, what do you think about Oz? And she gets all smiley and she's like, oh, he's nice. And I like his hands. Huh. <laughs> 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 and then Willow and Oz start talking and... Uh, they have this very cute conversation where he's like, I was thinking about, you know, you should know I was going to ask you out tomorrow night and I'm pretty nervous about it. And she says, well, I'm going to say yes. And so he says, oh, great. Well, that does make it easier. And he says, well, would you like to go out tomorrow night? She's like, oh, crap, I can't. <laughs> Which is very funny. But she can't because she, it, they're throwing Buffy a surprise party and she invites Oz as her date. So I love this scene yes. so much because Buffy is telling willow to go and ask him out and you're like oh no willow wouldn't do that she's not assertive like that and then she just goes right up to him doesn't really ask him out but does initiate a conversation Mm -hmm. in which she then does ask him out yes yeah she allows him to ask her out and then she pulls a reverse card and asks him out yeah they're going to buffy's party together yeah it's gonna be great i'm already so excited so okay we got a buffy angel pair up we got a willow oz pair up and then next we see cordy and xander who are also paired up sort of they're in a situation ship right because i've never heard that before oh well i didn't make it up um xander is pushing to call what they're whatever they're doing is called a relationship and like you know like come out to their friends and cordy is not into that idea she's worried about losing status you know she's got something to lose so they're and both he doesn't yeah no he really doesn't 
So they're both going to Buffy's surprise party, not as dates. I don't know why Cordy was invited. But I'm surprised she's going. Yes. I think this shows that she's really grown as a person, that she would consider going to Buffy's party. I know. But also, whatever she, what she said to Xander about, oh, no, I'll lose all my status, shown that she really is just the same Cordelia. Yeah, she's she's the same. But, you know, there's growth there or, yeah. or something. <laughs> she's working on it. Yeah. And then we see our other pairing of Spike and Drusilla they're back and you were worried so spike is he's still a bit beat up from that church encounter uh he's in a wheelchair and his face is all a little fucked up and but drusilla's looking in tip-top shape man she's ready to go and they're talking about how they're throwing a party and i wonder if it's for buffy's birthday i don't know maybe they're gonna crash buffy's birthday they wouldn't they wouldn't they would never But I actually don't think they talk about the occasion of the party. So it could be for yeah. Drusilla's coming back party. It could be for yeah. the... I don't know. Or maybe they just really love to honor the Slayer. Yeah, we don't know. They don't say it. They're just having a party. And Drusilla actually gets really upset because the flowers are all wrong. And I love the way Spike handles her. He's so patient with her. I know we've talked about this before. But, you know, she's in a tizzy. And he just says... Why don't we just do something different with the flowers then? She's like, okay. Yeah, she starts like ripping them off. Yeah, and he says it. And she goes, oh, mm, okay. Yeah, that's that's reasonable. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, uh, then we see Buffy and Joyce. They're in their kitchen, and Buffy says she's already feeling much more responsible and adult-like now that it's her seventeenth birthday. You know, maybe it's time for her to get a driver's license. And Ooh. Joyce responds, "Do you really think you're ready, Buffy?" And then she <gasps> drops a plate. Oh, no. Just like in our dream. Oh, my God. I know. Okay, so Buffy's one year from adulthood. She should get a driver's license. Yeah. That's actually weird that she doesn't already have one. But maybe that's just because she's a problem child. I, If I rejoice, I don't think I would let Buffy be driving around. Yeah, that's a good point. Not that she's you even need reckless. to drive. Where are you driving? Sunnydale Small. He's, yeah, exactly. Get her a scooter. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And then, and I think this is the real, I think, interesting part of this episode is we come into Jenny Callender's classroom and she's kind of just doing, you know, teacher stuff. And this man sneaks (laughs) up on her. Teacher stuff. I don't know. (laughs) Putting moving papers around, got a highlighter in hand. Dusting Um, out the chalkboard eraser. They've still got chalkboards. (laughs) Well, this guy creeps up on her and she starts talking with him about how she has an obligation to her people and... Uh, there's this elder woman in their community who has sensed that something has changed and his pain is lessening. So, like, we don't really know what's going on. This is all vague. And Jenny responds that nothing has changed. The curse remains. And the the old man, who we find is her uncle, um, he's worried about whoever they're talking about, that he's not in enough pain. And Jenny says, well, you know, there actually is a girl. And the man is upset about this. He blames Jenny. Jenny finally says, Angel still suffers. He makes amends for his past evils, and he even saved her life. So they're talking about Angel. So obviously the girl is Buffy. So he's not suffering anymore? And not enough. We learn that Angel killed uh, a girl or a woman. He just calls her a daughter of their tribe. And every man, woman, and child that touched her life. He says, vengeance demands his pain is eternal, as theirs is. He should not have one minute of happiness. What, wasn't he cursed in the first place because he made he drove this girl from their tribe mad? Is that what it was? I think so. He like messed with this Romani girl and then they cursed him. Yeah. Forever. They took away his soul. Yeah, and that seems like, you know, what we're kind of learning more about. Um, 
So they must have sent Jenny here to keep an eye on him. Yeah, that's what we're learning, which is crazy. And Jenny thinks he's a great guy. He saved my life. Yeah, he's not so bad. He's fine. I know. And he's still real bummed out, so it's good. Yeah, he's all good. He's miserable. What happens if he is happy, though? We don't know. Okay. Yeah. We also learn her real name is Yana, and she is of the Calderash people. I love that. Yeah? Yana! Yana! (laughs) I wish her name was like Jenna to compliment. Jenna and Giles? Jenna and Yana! (laughs) Yana and Giles? Jenna and Yana! (laughs) Sorry, this is so (laughs) stupid. Okay, so Jenny is not who she says she is. Yeah. So far, nobody knows. Yeah, and her uncle actually demands that he that she takes Angel away from Buffy. Angel needs to be very unhappy, and he's too happy with Buffy. Does he say separate them, or I thought he was insinuating that Jenny had to kill him? Oh, I thought it was pretty vague. I don't know. He didn't... Hmm. He's just okay. like, yo, girl, deal with it. Deal with it. Well, he says, your time yet. for watching is past. The girl and him, it ends now. So do what you must to take her from him, is what he says. So, yeah. Okay, so she's a watcher. A watcher. Oh, yes, an observer. And Giles is an (gasps) official watcher. Look at those two. Look at these two peeping toms. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we go back to the library, and the group... Oh, it's actually Buffy's birthday today, because Xander and Willow come in and wish her a happy birthday. And she's like, no, 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 no. Here's the plan. Now that that Joyce scene has come true, could the other scenes also come true? Probably. So, I know. So their plan is for Giles. He's going to do research, and then he and Buffy are going to meet up later that night. <laughs> and then we do a little time skip, and Jenny intervenes when Buffy's going to meet Giles and tells Buffy the plan has changed, and Giles wants to meet elsewhere, and Jenny's totally willing to drive her. And when I saw this, I was like, uh-oh, what's Jenny up to? Because she's not who she who we thought she was. Is she gonna What's she going to do to Buffy? Okay, what did you think she was going to do to Buffy? Because what I thought was she was going to take Buffy somewhere far away from Angel Mm -hmm. and then come back and dispose of Angel is what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, I don't, I didn't know. I guess I thought, yeah, something like that. Keep them apart. Hmm. I know. We'll see. That's actually not what happens um, because (laughs) Jenny's actually just driving Buffy to the bronze and they run into a little bit of trouble and with some vampire stuff and this is what changed my mind about jenny's intentions because jenny's like what's going on here and then buffy's like i gotta take care of it It looks like vampire shit and jenny just doesn't seem to know anything about it so buffy goes to see what the problem was and she finds some vamps making some trouble and one of them she recognizes as spike and trusilla's little lackey the very british looking fellow oh the scholarly vampire he's stealing some shit Mm -hmm. he's always stealing shit (laughs) um yeah so she makes quick work of them as everyone is waiting for buffy to arrive at her own party so everyone's like kind of hiding underneath the pool table at the bronze or whatever and there's balloons and there's party hats and a cake um and yeah so buffy comes in and she like dusts the vampire on the stage and so now everyone in that room has seen that which is not a problem except that oz is also there <laughs> and he is not, you know, in the loop on these things. Oh, now he is. He's a yeah. he's going to join the Scooby gang as well. Well, I saw Buffy dust the vamp and he says, did everybody just see that guy turn into dust? <laughs> <laughs> and then he just readily accepts it. Willow starts to explain. He's like, actually, this makes a lot of sense <laughs> that vampires yeah, okay. exist. That does make a lot of sense. Yeah. I love when Cordelia pops out after they've been listening to this fight after Buffy and the vampire burst in and he gets dusted. She's like, surprise! Yeah, she's very cute. Everyone else is silent. I know. Um, So Jenny walks in with whatever uh, the old-timey, what'd you call him, the scholarly vamp, 
uh, whatever he was carrying and it's just oh. a, it's like a heavy looking box and she sets it down and they open it and it is an arm and it starts choking buffy just oh. jumps right on out of that box I know. jumps on up <laughs> angel <laughs> angel gets it off and he locks it back in its box and everyone's like what the fuck was that and oz was like well it looked like an arm um so oz is ready for scooby gang he's he's in it um, yeah, he's not phased by no. the dismembered choking arm. Not at all. He's he's a he's a real guy, loving him. Then Angel explains what's going on. He says, "There's a legend, a demon brought forth to rid the earth of the plague that is humanity, to separate the righteous from the wicked and burn the righteous down. They call him the Judge. They say he couldn't be killed, but an army went up against him to dismember him, not kill him, and his pieces were scattered around every part of the earth." And Drusilla is having a party to bring all those parts together and reassemble him. So Angel says he needs, it is his task to get these parts as far away from each other as possible. Which Jenny is very excited to hear, I'm sure. Do you think this was part of her plan or do you think this just came about altogether? Yeah, I think it was just fortuitous. Really? uh, Yeah. That Jenny and Buffy drove up as these vampires were unloading this arm? Well, yeah. Yeah, it was all coincidence. The plan, Jenny did suggest that Angel be the one who takes the parts far away, though. So. Yeah, okay. I guess, yeah. You're, Angel, you're the only one who can do it. Yeah, you're the only one. Because he's the only one who doesn't have to go to school or a job. I know. And also, he can't, sense. he can't do it by airplane. Because he says his excuse is that he can't be sure there won't be sun. I'm like, you can fly at night, bro. Yeah, but what if a flight gets delayed by four hours and... I mean, yeah, You know, the sunrise happens and the person next to you, like, puts their window shade open. What I was thinking is that maybe Angel could wear, like, a head-to-toe covering, Mm. uh, like a burqa, Mm. and protect himself from the sun. Or are there rules about, can sun come through cloth? I don't know. There's so many questions. could just, it would be odd seeing someone so tall in a burqa, but... You don't ask, though. You know what? It's nobody's business. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay, well, anyway, uh, so Angel has decided he's going to take a boat to the opposite side of the world. <laughs> and so Bobby and Angel, they go to say goodbye to each other. And it's unclear how long he's going to be gone. And he gives her her birthday gift. It's a clotto ring, which is, I mean, you know what that looks like. It's that Irish ring. He explains how it's of his people, the Irish. The Irish. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I assume the Irish, not the vampires. <laughs> he explains that his people exchange these rings as a sign of devotion. The hands represent friendship, the crown loyalty, and heart love. Where with your heart pointing towards you, it means you belong to somebody. And he has a matching one. Oh my god. I know. Actually, my, I was dying during this scene. It's so romantic. Oh god. And Buffy's so sad. She's like, I don't She's very go. sad. I don't want to do this. I, I know. just, I don't want you to go. She's crying a little bit. It is her birthday. I know. And just as Angel's about to say that he loves her, they get ambushed by some vamps. Buffy starts absolutely wailing on one. I was like, wow, she's taking out some energy on this Mm. one. And Angel's working on on another. And and then a third one comes down and retrieves the box that Angel was just about to sail around the world with. And he gets it because Buffy gets thrown into the water and Angel just goes in right after her, which he did not need to do that. No, he didn't. She can swim. Yeah. It's okay. I understand. It's romantic. <sighs> I guess. Well, back in, they're at the library again, figuring out what's up. 
and Jenny, well, it's just Buffy who comes back, actually, because Jenny took Angel to get clothes because they were all wet, you know? Again, and, I was suspicious of Jenny because I thought yeah, she was going to kill Angel. I was like, he's got him, she's got him alone. Yeah. She's going to say, Buffy's affection be damned. Buffy's birthday be damned. Honestly, this vampire. That's what I was thinking. That's what I thought. But that doesn't happen. Thank no, God. No, it doesn't. Um, well, Angel does join them in a bit. But before that, he explains that the judge, uh, his touch can literally burn the humanity out of you. And only a true creature of evil can survive. No weapon forged can kill him. And uh, they need to have an all-night study sesh to figure out what they're going to do. Okay, could so could a vampire slash demon beat the judge? Well, we get a little glimpse of some of that information hmm. later when when we get there. Curious. But I also just kind of want to note this maybe glimpse into Xander's home life because when they decide to do an all night study sesh, they're like, oh, we should do a round robin and like you know call our parents and saying we're staying at each other's houses. And Xander goes first. He calls his mom and he's like mom it's me Xander like you know as if his mom wouldn't know him by his voice oh who? <laughs> who yeah <laughs> like and I think we've gotten glimpses like that before so Xander might not have the best home life I don't think he does yeah unfortunately well time jump and I think it's like midnight ish and people are still up researching but Buffy has fallen asleep I am uh, Angel's here by now and she has another dream actually and in this one she's wearing a white nightgown and she's got very straight hair and she sees Jenny actually just for a glimpse we only see just a small glimpse of Jenny which I think is odd um I don't know why she's in the dream and doesn't do anything hmm. what do you think maybe because because she suspects involved. that a, there's a weird energy about Jenny regarding Angel yeah because like, she knows Buffy's got slayer sense mm. and she might know that Jenny's attitude about or toward Angel might have changed. Hey, I don't know. I, I don't. Maybe in the car ride over, Jenny was like, "So you're still hanging out with Angel, that guy, <laughs> Angel, that wiener? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> have you seen how freakishly tall he is? He's so old. <laughs> don't you have like a height max or something? Because he's above <laughs> it. He, he's so old. <laughs> you ever notice how you can look straight up his nose? <laughs> Always got a lot of bats in that cave. That's what I always think about tall people. Oh, yeah, I know. Sorry if you're tall. Or people with upturned noses. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay, so in the dream, so we think Jenny's there probably because she's she knows something about what's going on here. And obviously because of her, her, her duty, her mission, her secret mission. So she sees the boxes that hold the judge's dismembered body. And they're all, I don't know if they're all there, but there's definitely more than one. I think there's four or five and she's going to look at them and then suddenly uh drusilla calls her and she says hands off my presence drusilla is also wearing a white nightgown and she has angel and has a knife up to his throat and then buffy wakes up and she says angel and then angel is there so he's like it's good i'm good we're good but buffy's still worried i'm here when i'm here when you need me girl yeah fuck fuck so drew's gala is upon us and we are at the party and she kind of like claps and she's like more music and the party's <laughs> begun she's wearing this slinky slinky little red number she's i doing... love that she's she's since she's got her powers back she's changing outfits she only wore yeah. that weirdo nightgown when she was in her weekend state and now she's got a black dress a red dress she's got wearing a little mm-hmm. shawl i bet she's got a bomb manicure Ooh. oh i should keep an eye out yeah she's feeling it she's got a lot of energy now and so it's like a real party there's like 10 people there and there's a punch bowl with blood in it and everything and lots oh, of candles. Oh, God. 
Yeah. Got that goth music playing. I actually don't know if it's goth. But Spike comes in with the missing piece of the judge, apparently. And they put it together and we see lots of blinking, flashing lights. And the judge is assembled and he heals up his dismembered bits and he's he's here there was no kind of lead up to that he's the judge is here and he says he's not i wish i wish we got more explanation on the judge before they just put him together and he came alive it you know there wasn't even like a blood sacrifice involved he's just like you know they stack those boxes together yeah i know and then he's just alive you think he'd be crazy because he's spent how many years eons with his head in a box buried somewhere yeah and his arms and legs separate yeah but he seems fine actually where has drusilla been getting these boxes is she finding them on ebay i don't know good question she does she just know where they are she's got a network you know she's up to full strength you know i wonder if her visions had anything to do with it because you know how she has visions and she can see stuff yeah maybe she saw them and decide to order them on yeah you know a home catalog or she just sent some lackey to go get it go to mongolia and dig up this shit i think she probably had to like mail in a certain number of box tabs to get like the <laughs> to get the prize get prize <laughs> we've got a what are they what, sorry what's his name the judge yeah oh we've got the judge leg left leg <laughs> like my, 32 stamps like a monopoly at mcdonald's yee <laughs> anyway this blue fuck is here now and yeah, we gotta got deal with him a big old blue head and some horns and he's wearing like mail plate armor is that what that's called he looks like vanilla Darth Maul. Mmm. Blueberry Darth Maul. Blueberry Darth Maul. <laughs> he wakes up. He's like, all right, let's do this. Let's get to work. And he's like, uh, referring to Spike and Drew, he says, you two stink of humanity. You share affection and jealousy. Uh, and Spike is like, yeah, so what? We fucking woke you up. Okay, move on. Move on. And then he he does move along. And he says, this guy over here, who is the scholarly vampire, he's like, now this guy, I'm getting rid of him. Because he, he's, <laughs> this one, his head is full of feelings. He reads, bring him to me. Oh. And Spike's like, I thought you could just zap people. Why are you bringing him? Why, why do you need physical contact? And the judge tells him he needs, he needs to up his strength first. Anyway, oh, the judge touches his chest and he just burns right up. I guess he, he burned the humanity out of him, right? Because vampires are part human, right? What? Is that what happened? I just thought he, okay, okay. That's what Giles said earlier. Vampires are part human? Well, right? I guess if they used to be human, they've got the human body. Does that just mean they burn their bodies up? Because they've got like a demon inside of them. Yeah, and they already don't have a soul, so. I I thought it was strange when Giles said burn the humanity out of someone. So what does it do to a person? Oh, it just kills them, I guess. Probably kills your soul and your body. Yeah. That sounds terrible. Okay. Mm. Well, Drusilla is very excited and she's like, another one, another one. (laughs) Back of the library, Buffy's gearing up. She's like, I know where they are. And what's fucking do? Angel and Buffy are going to go check and see if the judge has been assembled yet. And then everyone else has to go check any places the boxes could be coming into town and stop them from getting those boxes. Great plan, Buff. I know. Xander looks tired. He does not want to do this. He's been up all night. Doing what? Oh, it's that researching. I get it. I see. I see. Yeah, it's like one in the morning. So they go to the factory, which is where Spike and Drusilla live, and they sneak in. They see this party. They're upstairs and they're looking down. They see all these people and they see the judge who quickly smells and spots them. Just like no, no time at all. They have no time to escape. Kind of seems like an amateur move on Buffy and Angel's part, but. I can't believe they just wandered right in here. I know. Even if the judge didn't spot them, don't you think the vampire would smell Buffy? I know. I don't know what they were doing. Yeah. Well, love's ma- love makes them dumb. 
love makes you do the wacky <laughs> they get captured and the judge is going to kill them both there's a lot of talking going on here but as he's very slowly walking toward buffy she kicks him and angel pulls he pulls like a chain that's holding up like a bunch of tvs or something i'm not totally sure what all is connected to that but it lands on top of the, the judge and angel and buffy get away and make it into the sewers mm, yes spike likes to watch tv on all eight monitors i've guess. seen it in past episodes okay they just like have this thing in their lair bunch of 90s tvs well they should definitely put those on like mount them on a wall or something not just add them on a chain because that thing it went down real easily well then how would buffy and angel make their quick escape because you're right that's how it happens you're right <laughs> Yeah, so we go back to the angel's pad. It's pouring rain outside, so when they get inside, they're both very wet. Uh, Buffy's so cold, so Angel gives her some clothes, and they turn. He turns his back because he's a gentleman, and he yeah. wants to let her change. Um, in the middle of her changing, she's like, "Ooh!" He's like, "What?" She's like, "Oh, I, I just have a cut or something." And he's like, <laughs> "Let me look at it." And so it's like kind of it's like underneath her spaghetti strap. Yeah, but it's a bad idea for somebody who um, <laughs> likes to suck blood. Yeah. show them your cut. But also, he's like, it's already closed. You're fine. But they're so close together now, you oh, know? He's so, oh, he's you so know? tender. He, like, pulls her <laughs> spaghetti strap over to the side and does soft little touches on her shoulder. Oh, oh my, my gosh. God. Oh, my goodness. And, and she leans into it. I know. She, like leans in so they're they're touching real hard right now buffy's crying she's like i feel like i lost you today and he finally tells her he loves her <laughs> and it I is on when he would say it i know and like it's fucking on now like they those two they're boning right i mean they don't show it but they definitely boned right well they go into a kiss you know buffy kind of grabs him by the face yeah they're he's macking like, he's like i shouldn't it, i can't and then it the screen goes to white and the next scene, we see Angel hopping out of bed real mm-hmm. urgently. What's he up to? Yeah, he grabs his chest and runs out of the house into the rain. And he's calling for Buffy and he's still in a lot of pain. And then that's it. We don't know what's to going on. be continued. Yeah, to be continued. Oh my God. What a fucking cliffhanger. <sighs> so I'm very excited to see the next episode. So did he stop suffering and then have a heart attack because of I don't Buffy? know. I did just notice, though, that he was naked in bed, and then when he ran out, he had all of his clothes on. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Boy, the man gets dressed fast. Yeah, I guess so. Put on shirt and pants to go out and wallow in the rain. <laughs> yeah, it's raining, dude. <laughs> Meanwhile, um, Buffy is just comfortably sleeping oh, yeah. in his bed. I mean, she's exhausted, you know? She can't. She hasn't been sleeping, been having all these crazy dreams, which... I mean, do you think that dream was prophetic, or do you yes. think... Yes, because she's the slayer. All her dreams are prophetic. Well, or do you think Drusilla was working some of her mind magic? I don't know, because, like, Uh, what exactly? Maybe you're right. God damn it, maybe you're right. I want to say that you should believe all of Buffy's dreams. I don't know why Giles was not more worried about it, considering the dream about the master fucking came true. Mm Mm-hmm. I know, Giles was like, yeah, I mean, there's always something wrong, you know? Like, we're going to celebrate Buffy's birthday because we just need to have fun. There's no good time to relax, guys. No, he never would say that. I know, it was He's under Drusilla's spell as well. (gasps) They're all under Drusilla's spell. They could be. I'm under her spell. (laughs) Probably. Well, one thing I want to talk about um, sort of as more of a deep dive was Jenny and her tribe, the Calderash. So... In this episode, her uncle calls them gypsies, and 
I wonder if they call themselves that because I know the term is actually not really acceptable anymore. And I actually don't even know if I should be saying it. So I won't anymore. Well, Um, I think we're looking at it from a 90s lens. Yeah, totally. That was an okay thing to say back then. Mm -hmm. Are they all considered Romani? Um, So the Calderash are like a subgroup of the Romani or the Mm -hmm. Roma. Yeah. And is it a real group? Yeah. Oh, the Romani. Yeah. No, no, no. The Calderash. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, how do you know? Okay, okay. Because I, I did a deep dive. And, Excellent. Um, so, so the sort of Roma or the Romani are a nomadic group of people who typically travel throughout Europe. And there is no official or reliable count of their population worldwide. And they are worldwide at this point. There are an estimated 1 million Roma in the United States, which I did not realize. I thought they were... Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, I thought they were more in like the Romanian region. Uh, the term is considered pejorative by some Roma due to its connotations of illegality and irregularity, as well as its historical use as a racial slur. So the G word. Okay. So that's why it kind of got canceled. So they're like a, they're not like an ethnic group. It's more of a cultural group. Yeah. And they're thought to have originated in Romania. Um, that's their name. And there's an estimated 200,000 people still living there, but they're also and this is the Calderash people specifically. So they're currently distributed throughout Romania, Bulgaria, Serbia, Bosnia, Russia, and Ukraine. So that was kind of like more of the territory I was thinking of them in. Okay. I didn't get too much further in my deep dive, but yeah, they are real people and they do exist and they don't like to sort of uh, identify on census records or anything. Mm. They're afraid do they of- all look like Jenny Calendar? Are they all as cool as Jenny Calendar? Is techno-pagan a sect of being Romani or is it a completely separate thing entirely? You know, I think it's a separate thing. Uh, I didn't read anything about that in my research, but I think anyone could be a techno-pagan. I like that Jenny's a complex character and she's got this rich backstory that we've just learned about in this episode. And she's also a cool, hip techno-pagan saving lives at the Sunnydale campus. But we also, because she was sent there with a mission, and that was obviously to get closer to angel or at least keep an eye on him yeah so do you think she's just like using the scoobies does she really care about them at all no because she wouldn't have taken giles on all these dates and she wouldn't have been like a bro to buffy and they've saved her from danger and she saved them from danger i think she really is a good person trying to live where she's been sent is she supposed to be personally making angel miserable or is she supposed to just watch and make sure he doesn't get too happy well, I think she's supposed to just observe and intervene mm. now, like when he's getting too uh, too happy. Too happy. Have Angel and Jenny Calendar been in Sunnydale the same amount of time, do you think? That's a good question. I don't know. Like, did he arrive when she arrived? Uh, I don't know. How long? Do we know how long either of them have been in Sunnydale? We know that Miss Calendar was a new teacher. When was she a new teacher? Year one. Oh, Season okay. One. Well, then, because didn't Angel also follow Buffy from L.A.? Did he? I don't know. Okay, so maybe Giles, Jenny, Angel, and Buffy all arrived in Sunnydale at the same time. Yeah. For the same reason, because Buffy was there. You're right, that's true. She's got a whole entourage moving with her. Oh, she's so important. I know. (laughs) Do you think, okay, now that we know that Kendra is also another Slayer, do you think she has an entourage surrounding her? No, because Buffy's a special Slayer. Yeah, she is. She's better than... She's not better. She's just different. Well, she's more special. Okay. Because she's Buffy. I mean, I still want to see the Kendra of the Vampire Slayer show. Me too. Mm. Me too. What's her love life going to be like? Falling in love with a werewolf? Ooh. 
ridiculous. <laughs> Do you think Buffy could slay a werewolf? Of course. Whatever. I don't know if they're in this universe. Yeah. Who knows? I just see this interesting thread about was Drusilla a potential slayer? And I just thought that was interesting. I know. Yeah, because we know that she gets visions, right, of the future. Yeah. And we also, I mean, we haven't quite gotten to like the flashbacks, which there will be, sorry. Um, But we know that Angel or Angelus tortured Drusilla and when she was a human and then turned her into a vampire and she was like a young catholic woman with psychic abilities and Angelus became obsessed with her and eventually he turned her at the day she was supposed to take her vows yeah yeah do you think he was so interested in her because he felt that she had slayer power is he just drawn to slayers maybe I mean he's a vampire so that makes sense Well, maybe it doesn't. No, I think it does. I think that could be an interesting theory. I think that is an interesting theory, and it could be true. Drusilla the Vampire Slayer. Would you say the Buffy? Would you say (laughs) Buffy has prophetic powers because she's now had her second dream that's come? Well, you know, parts of her dream have come true. Yeah, she definitely does. And I mean, it makes me wonder because Kendra was training as a slayer before she was a slayer, which is A, makes me wonder how she knew she was going to become a slayer or if she did. And B, like if if she knew, was it because she had some like visions or some other slayer ability that we, well, that we don't know about? Oh my God. I know. Maybe. 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 Yeah. So many unanswered questions. No. Oh, I can't believe this episode just left off in the middle. Oh, I'm so excited for the next one. Yeah, and then, okay, the last thing, the last thing I kind of wanted to ask you was, at what point do you think Buffy should tell her mom she's the Slayer? Now. Now? Like, right now. Or she should have done it earlier? Last season. I mean, it's pretty hard to convince your mom, right? Or convince anybody. Yeah, but, okay, here's what she can point to. She can be like, Mom, remember parent-teacher night when those guys on PCP came and ransacked the school and started killing everybody? Okay, so actually they were vampires, and I'm a vampire slayer. That's why I was the only one who could get rid of them, etc., etc. I mean, mean, she'd have to have some evidence to back up her examples, but there's like a few times when some shits happened that could be explained by her having Mm -hmm. this sacred duty. And wouldn't it be helpful to have your mom on your side? Wouldn't you want your mom to be like... Okay, honey, you don't have to join any extracurriculars because I know you've already got a lot on your plate. You should probably have your driver's license because you might need that as a slayer. Exactly. If it was me, I wouldn't. I couldn't do that. Tell my mom. But as someone who is not part of Buffy's life, which I wish I was, (laughs) I can say that she should tell Joyce. Yeah, I mean, I think it's probably what you're saying about telling her after that dream. I mean, sorry, that episode where they all got attacked and she experienced firsthand because she fought. I mean, she hit Spike and I don't know if he was in vamp phase, but he might have been. I don't know, but she also saved Joyce from her friggin' robot boyfriend, Ted. That's right. That was unrelated. Joyce saw that, right? How, yeah. how could you explain that? And be like, well, Mom, a lot of weird stuff happens because we live on a hellmouth and I'm yeah. a vampire slayer. So That's true. to protect you, I need you to understand this. Yeah, and, and it also explains how she has these martial arts abilities. Mom, I have brass knuckles in my, <laughs> in my friggin' drawer. Oh, man. She would have her ki- daughter committed so quickly. There's no way she would believe that. What? No. Joyce would 100% stand with Buffy. Joyce chose Buffy over Ted. Well, eventually she did, but she just thought her daughter was being silly. But then things got creepy and she's like, okay, it's me and my daughter Mm -hmm. versus you, Theodore. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there is enough evidence at this point. I feel like even at this point, it might not be a time. 
When like, do you think is the right time for her to tell Joyce? I don't know, but I don't know if Joyce is going to believe it yet. What about when Joyce got bit in the neck? She could be like, Mom, remember that girl Darla? Oh, yeah. Um, she was a vampire, and you didn't get stabbed by a... Oh, yeah, she a went to the hospital. ...kitchen fork. You got... Yeah. ...bitten by a vampire. But she's already... She's already, like, this is in her head, it's already, like, now nah, that was explained away, and this is just that, and PCP and gangs, and... I don't know. All right. I get why she wouldn't believe Buffy. What Would she believe Giles? I don't think Giles would reveal her secret. I think it's against the rules for him. Well, what they, if they both went in together with, to talk to Joyce? Okay, but everyone who's found out about Buffy being the Slayer has found out not through Buffy, not through Giles, but through some other supernatural shit bringing them in, and then Buffy has to explain it then. I don't know if in Giles' watcher code he is allowed to discuss that, but I might be making that up. Mm. What if what if Buffy told her and they took her to the graveyard and staked a vamp? Then I think she'd probably believe it. Yeah, maybe. I think that would help. It. I think it'd be a process, though. Or she'd think that, she, you know, they were tricking her. They're like, how did that man disappear? They just threw all that dust, so I couldn't yeah. see him run away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. Yeah, I don't know, but I, we'll see. Well, I bet she'll find out one day, and I bet it will bring her and Buffy closer. I hope so. Yeah, me too. Well, that's all I had for you. Did you have anything else you wanted to talk about? Uh, yeah. Let's wrap this up. Yeah. Well, if uh, you want to hang out with us again, please do. And you can find us on <laughs> Instagram at JustLayInPod. Or you can shoot us an email at JustLayInPod at gmail.com. Until next time, happy hunting. Later, Slayers. Did everybody just see that guy turn into dust?